Hello and welcome to Master Your Coaching Biz, a podcast for rising coaches and entrepreneurs who want to design the life of their dreams and make a massive impact on the world while building an inspired, successful, and profitable business. I'm your host, Cheryl Thacker, Master Board Certified Coach, trainer, ICF Mentor Coach, international speaker, and founder of Successful Coaches Enterprise. I believe that every coach has a unique gift to present to the world, and I'm humbled that I've had the opportunity to work with hundreds of coaches and entrepreneurs on their journey to mastering their business. Join me each week as we explore all things coaching to master your business with tools, techniques, and strategies to create and market your products, get visible, make an impact, and grow your business. Listen in on interviews with leading coaches and entrepreneurs sharing their stories and best tips to teach, inspire, and empower you. Observe coaching sessions, participate in Q&A, and learn how to master your mindset to enhance your coaching skills. Are you ready to build the life and business of your dreams while doing what you love? Let's get started. Hey everyone, welcome to today's episode. As always, I'm excited um, to talk to you guys today and we have an awesome guest with us. Uh, we have Nikki Goldman and she is um, the CEO of IO Coaching, which is a leadership development company that specializes in executive coaching. So welcome, Nikki. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about what you do in your, in your company. Sure. So IO Coaching is a B2B coaching business. We do everything from workshops and trainings, offsite facilitation, and one-on-one -on -one executive coaching. So um, I'm a coach and I also have a whole bunch of talented coaches on my team and we partner with businesses to help them unlock and up-level their leadership. All right. Awesome. So, um, so tell me, how did you start out? You said you have a team of coaches. How did you start out? Well, I started out with just me, um, so so that has grown organically over time, and and um, it's really just based on need and demand. And uh, we uh, we're I would say we're more more boutique, so we like to grow very organically and slowly with our clients. Um, but how I got started, uh, I was an operator. I helped to start a. I, I had a whole slew of jobs. I helped to start a company. Um, with some of my college friends. And we were a very typical startup. We did all the things that startups were supposed to do. We raised money. We hired a bunch of people. We lost a lot of money. We made more money. You know, it was a roller coaster. Um, along the way, I had a really smart investor who recommended that we all got coaches. It's like, what's a coach? Um, so fast forward, that coach, now mentor, uh, totally transformed the way I led, the way I showed up the way I thought about myself as a leader, the way I managed my teams. Um, and so I just thought it would help me as an operator. So I went back to school, I went to the Columbia University program and uh, thought it would help me as an operator to learn some coaching skills. And part of the program is, you know, you need to coach. And I was like, oh, I didn't know I'd have to do that. Uh, <laughs> and so started, started to do it humbly, thought I was pretty good, really liked it. And then it kind of organically grew from there. Oh, awesome. So, um, so how long you started out just you and how long did it take you to, you know, grow your business to, to adding people on your team? Yeah, well, it's still a whole work in progress. So by no means do I feel like we've made it, but it's been five years. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. 
So, um, so tell me, uh, what are kind of some common themes or common things that you work with, um, in your executive coaching? Yeah. So our clients, uh, the context here is our clients all lead big teams. So they're all people managers. They all have very uh, fast-paced, uh, fast-paced jobs where they're doing a lot of different things. So some of the themes that we see that we like to coach to um, are leading and managing from a place of abundance rather than a place of scarcity. We talk about that a lot. We also talk about uh, structures and how to lead people first rather than project first. Uh, that's a really big one. And especially right now, as we're starting the new ending one year, starting the new year, uh, we talk a lot about strategy. We're not afraid to roll up our sleeves and get into the nitty gritty to talk about what is 2022 going to look like. Let's put some goals to it. Let's put some metrics to it and, um, let's create some accountability structures. All right. That sounds cool. <laughs> yeah, so tell me, um, so uh, I heard that you grew your business without using social media. This is, I think is going to be very interesting to our listeners. Um, how exactly did you do that? Oh man. Um, I, well, I want to start with, I tried using social media and it was just a big flop for me. I felt like I could not get it right. I definitely had an Instagram, tried posting on Facebook and I never felt good about it at all. Um, and it just, it, everything was different. I couldn't, I, I couldn't strike the right tone. Um, I always felt like I never had enough engagement. Uh, what I really figured out, and that this is with the help of my coach, was that social media was actually a detractor for me. It was stressing me out not something I felt good about and not something I was proud of. So once I really had that insight and realized that it wasn't, it, it wasn't helping me. It was actually hurting me. That's when I gave myself permission just to let go of it and see if we can see if we can do it without it. And the second I gave myself that permission, I was able to just be so much more authentically myself. I felt like I was trying to be something on social media that I wasn't, I don't even post really personally. And so it, it just, just none of it felt authentic to me. So um, what I focused on was one of my strengths and my strength, one of my strengths are connecting with people and that's connecting in real life, virtually, whatever it might be. So I focused hard on networking and I'm lucky that I'm in New York city, that I have a like, nice big network. And I just went shameless and I emailed everybody. If you were an acquaintance of mine, if we went to college together, if I met you at a networking event you were getting an email from me. I would find your email and I would find you. Um, and I would ask to take you out for a cup of coffee. And there were some days where I was having like 12 cups of coffee and I was oh. wired and I was bouncing around the city, but I was making those authentic connections and I'm really good at following up. If you're in my, if you're in my circle and I'm, I want to see you, I'm going to see you. Um, so, uh, I, I really nurtured my network and I think that that's really was the unlock for me. I wanted to make sure my goal was to make sure in six months that if you knew me, you knew what I was up to. And, um, and I think I accomplished that. And that was when I started seeing lots of connections come in. And then from there, it's just a flywheel. Yeah. So that's interesting. So even those that are listening that, um, can't imagine not using social media. That's still a pretty big 
tactic is, is making the connections, right? That's one of the things that we have to do anyway. So yeah. definitely doing it, you know, in person and doing it in line, like have online, having, having a virtual cup of coffee or. Oh yeah. I did a lot of that. Yeah. I, I don't even think, I, I feel like in fact, if this was today where now I work from home and I'm not as inclined to run around the city and take the subway, um, <laughs> I feel like I would have hit it even harder because I could have 20 coffees in one day instead of 12. Um, so, mm-hmm. so it's just about making that connection. Um, another really important point I think to make, and especially if you're listening to this and you're wondering how I did it is that my business is B2B and not B2C. So that helps in the social media uh, department too, because I do post on LinkedIn I, I'll, I'll send some updates and I write a lot of, I blog a lot. So I'll write my blogs and that's usually where I, where my customers are. My customers aren't necessarily looking for coaches on Instagram or Facebook, like, um, like an individual most likely is looking for a coach there. Yeah. So, um, more on the personal side of, of, um, coaching. Uh, but I tell my audience, you should be on LinkedIn as well. I don't care what kind of coach you are. <laughs> you should be on LinkedIn, but um, definitely those listening that are executive coaches, I think this is a great um, point to, for them is that, yeah, you need to be on LinkedIn. You need to be building those connections, building those relationships. Um, and all it takes to start that is a cup of coffee. <laughs> so I all like- it takes is a cup of coffee and to do really good work because that's where the referral comes in. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely want to be prepared and do good work. Uh, we all yeah. want to do that. <laughs> Um, all right. So tell me, how did you get into that, you know, that the, the right mindset to, to, to coach and to do it at this level? Yeah. You know, um, I think there's, I think there's a lot of different mindsets that I am constantly trying to adopt and shift and change and adapt. I think at that point, when I was first starting my business, the mindset was, uh, just, whatever it takes mindset. Failure is not an option mindset. And with that, it was, uh, you know, knowing that I was not going to fail, knowing that this was going to happen, it was kind of the confidence that I needed to get into the right mindset to start networking. Now my business is in a little bit of a different place and my mindsets have to shift over time and shift with my shift with my environment. And today, you know, I'm in a mindset of learning. I'm constantly trying to better our business. I'm constantly trying to stay ahead of the curve and to learn more and to sharpen my skills for my clients. So my mindset now was one of deep learning, knowledge acquisition, and just leveling up. I have a little sign over here that just says, raise the bar. And that's what I wake up every morning trying to do. Yeah. Awesome. I love that. So, um, so what would you say to, um, to an executive coach that is trying to build up their business? Uh, what would you, what would be like three tips that you could give them to, to build their business? Ooh, three. Um, the first (laughs) is easy. The first I would say, get really clear on what you do. And in that same breath, what you don't do. 
it is so tempting, especially in the beginning to be like, oh, I do it all. You want me to juggle? Like I'll juggle and I'll coach you and I'll therapize you and I'll like, I'll fix all your problems. Um, and I think it's so important, especially when you're talking to businesses who have don't have time, the very little time, mm-hmm. and usually know exactly what they're looking for. It's really important for you to be able to clearly and succinctly say what you do do and what you don't do. If you're not a fit for them, they'll be able to suss that out immediately, but it's much better to be clear off the bat. So I would say step one, get really clear on what you do and, and figure out where your superpowers are. Step two, um, is to, uh, especially for those who are executive coaching business acumen, you will not be able to be a successful coach. If you cannot talk the talk and walk the walk, it's why you see a lot of former operators now that are executive coaches, because the subject matter is just vastly different. I have a little collective of coaches that we collaborate, we learn from each other. And, um, I'm one of two executive coaches in it. The rest, uh, the rest focus more on personal coaching, life coaching, career coaching, and the subject matter is just very different. While the skills are similar, mm-hmm. what you're actually talking about is very, very, very different. So you need to be able to meet your clients where they are from a business acumen standpoint. Yeah. So learn the language. And I think as executive coaches, you need that experience. And if you don't have corporate experience, I think it's really tough to be an executive coach. Really tough. It's not impossible. They, I know some coaches who are very successful, but to my first point, they have niches. So they know the talk of whatever their niche is. So I, for example, I have um, a colleague who is a very, very successful executive coach, but focuses only on mindfulness. And that is what she does. And there's a lot that she doesn't do. And she's so successful because she's so clear. She doesn't have any corporate experience, but it doesn't matter because she has a lot of experience in her little niche. And that's what sets her apart. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, the mindfulness, if you're going to, if you're going to coach executive executives, if you don't have any experience on corporate, then you probably don't want to coach on corporate structure. <laughs> no, no, you're, it's not even going to be fun for you. If you <laughs> yeah. It'll be very stressful. I would imagine. Yeah. <laughs> and that's a good point because, um, coaches have a hard time, uh, niching down and certainly I did. Yeah. I mean, we just, we have so many interests and we just want to help anybody, like you said, and, um, and coaching, once you learn the coaching skill, you can coach anybody on anything with that skill, but, um, how are you going to get the people and get results? You know, the people are going to get your clients are going to get results. Um, and you're going to attract those people. If you don't know the language, if you don't know what they're talking about, you know, it's, and they're not going to hear you through the noise. If you're talking to everybody, (laughs) it took me a long time to be able to say with confidence, I only work with businesses and I only work with those at the executive level. When I first started, I was doing career coaching, career transition coaching. I was doing some life coaching, you name it. Oh, that's my specialty. Like I, I, I could do that. Um, and what it really took was I working with my own coach to distill, what am I best suited for? What am I uniquely suited for? What are my unique strengths that help me? And 
and getting really specific with that. And that was kind of the unlock for me to be able to say with confidence, no to so many other streams of business that's really tempting to say yes to. So for me, what I realized my unique strength or where I'm uniquely suited is I, uh, one of my strengths is I'm able to collaborate in the moment very intelligently on business matters. I am able to uh, be a sparring partner when it comes to operating a business because of my experience. Um, and so that makes me uniquely suited and best suited to work with businesses. Yeah. Makes total sense. Um, okay. And what's the, what's the next tip? Oh, right. You asked for three. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So we have know what you do, know what you don't do. We have speak the language. If you're going to be an executive coach, (laughs) the third um you know what I would say for the third is if you're going to be working with businesses you need to be running your own business and running it really well I like that so um I actually think that's really important and part of uh what I hear from my clients is that they appreciate how on it I am right if you, if I say I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it. My invoices are on time. My communication is on point. I am speaking really clearly in bullets. I am hyperlinking things. I, I am basically meeting the pace of their organization. And I think that they appreciate that. My clients appreciate that I too am running a business. And that's not to say that you have to hire a slew of employees. Again, I did not have, I did not have people on my team um, at the very beginning at all. But if you're going to be um, running a business, you got to run, you got to run your own business, keep your house clean, basically. Yeah. And that's a good point because a lot of coaches don't know how to run a business. And so I think it's important to learn that it's just as important as learning to coach your coaching skills. I think so. I have coaches that before, if you're on my team, the part of onboarding is Let's get really sharp on all the tech that we use, right? We use, it's not not so complicated, but if we're making a worksheet, we're going to make it editable with Adobe because we don't want you going nuts. If we're going to be collaborating on a spreadsheet, we're using shareable, we're using Google suite so that we can all be there. If we're going to be writing emails, we write in bullets, we hyperlink, and we are fast within 24 hours, you get a response from us. So um, we, we keep it buttoned up and neat. Yeah. I love that. All right. So, um, so where do you, um, envision you taking your company? Oh, million dollar question. (laughs) Um, I envision our company staying boutique. I never want to get too big where we are just productizing coaching. I think coaching is so special because it's so individual and so custom to each client. So, Um, While I do plan to continue growing the team, I always want to have that personal touch um, and uh, and help our clients to sort of collaborate and 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 be a real thought partner to our um, to our clients. So uh, doing a lot more of the same, but on a bigger scale. Yeah. All right. Okay. So um, I love I love hearing how you grew it, especially with that dedication and that mindset. Um, and we're actually coming, winding down to coming to the end of the episode. Anything that you would like to kind of put out there to the audience today? Yeah, I would say if you're starting a coaching business, it's so exciting. It takes time. 
and it's easy to put some pressure on yourself. And I think sure, making milestones is really helpful and being flexible to the moment, but give yourself permission to take six months, to take eight months, to network, to test a few things out, to learn. Uh, the better you are, the more you will, you will reap those benefits later on. I am, I am a firm, firm, firm believer that the best way to grow your coaching business is by being a kick-ass coach. Yeah. You can do all the social media you want. You can do all the marketing you want, but at the end of the day, your business will grow because you are the product because you are an amazing coach. So don't get discouraged up front, spend the time investing in your product, which is you, and you will see the benefits later on, even if it takes some time. Yeah. Love that. Well, thank you so much, Nikki, for joining us. And Hey guys, I hope you heard um, something today that inspired you and that you took some notes and uh, we will see you on the next episode. Thanks a lot, guys. Talk to you later. Thank you. Hello and welcome to Master Your Coaching Biz, a podcast for rising coaches and entrepreneurs who want to design the life of their dreams and make a massive impact on the world while building an inspired, successful, and profitable business. I'm your host, Cheryl Thacker, Master Board Certified Coach, Trainer, ICF Mentor Coach, International Speaker, and Founder of Successful Coaches Enterprise. I believe that every coach has a unique gift to present to the world and I'm humbled that I've had the opportunity to work with hundreds of coaches and entrepreneurs on their journey to mastering their business. Join me each week as we explore all things coaching to master your business with tools, techniques, and strategies to create and market your products, get visible, make an impact, and grow your business. Listen in on interviews with leading coaches and entrepreneurs sharing their stories and best tips to teach, inspire, and empower you. Observe coaching sessions, participate in Q&A, and learn how to master your mindset to enhance your coaching skills. Are you ready to build the life and business of your dreams while doing what you love? Let's get started.